Sometimes you just need a little spiritual guidance to help get your life back together. It can be compared to mosaic art. Many little pieces that come together to form something beautiful. Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Your host is mosaic shaman, Christy Ellen. Christy and her guests are here to ensure that your life is just as you deserve it to be. Happy. Now, here's your host, Christy Ellen. Hello, and welcome to the Mosaic Garden. I'm happy you're here today. We're here to share in a conversation about love. And for the next hour is the most important place that you can be, right here, listening, as we grow and share together, creating an inspiring life where all things are possible. Let's start the conversation today where we can learn and grow together. It is important that we start this time together with a connection. So I want you to connect to your own God source. What I want you to do is get comfortable. Now, if you're driving a car, that's not going to be possible right now. But you can go back and re-listen to this podcast on Voice America's Empowerment Station. You can go back and re-listen. And if you're not in a car, I want you to take this time to connect to whatever your God source is. We don't need to get caught up in what that's called, but we want to connect to that. We want to start the day and this conversation out from a place of being connected to our higher source. So stop what you're doing and just take a moment to connect to the inspiration that's waiting for you to bring into your life a true connection to your higher self, the true connection to love, the divine love or worthiness of who you truly are, the connection that will make all things possible in your life. So put your feet on the floor, sit back in your chair, and take a deep breath. The breath is very important, and as we start this conversation, and in meditation, we're going to do a schematic healing prayer. And today, the schematic healing prayer is going to be centered around love. So put your feet on the floor. Connect with your breath. Take this time because you're worth this time. It's the most important thing you can do right now is to take the time, connect with your higher source, and that love, divine message of love inside. So as you put your feet on the floor and breathe in, Taking a deep breath into the core of your being, drop in to the center. When I'm talking about the center, I'm talking about dropping into your heart. Drop into that place of inspiration. With your breath, we call on the angels, we call on the divine archetypes of the four directions. We call on the guardians to enter in this room today in this space. As we create this connection where we get to share, we get to be inspired knowing that all things are possible when we're willing to let go of what doesn't work and bring in what does. And in this place, everything is okay. Through your breath, I want you to go into your heart space, into a garden that you created that brings you safety, some place in your life that you feel safe and connected. There's been a time in your life when you were somewhere either alone or with someone that made you feel like you were totally connected to something bigger than yourself. Bring that energy into your heart right now. Bring that energy and feeling of what it felt like to be totally protected and guided, connecting to that higher source that loves you deeply, that source that knows that everything you're doing will lead you 
towards whatever you want in your life, that source that wants to guide you to the most inspiring place possible. And as you sit in this garden, this place of beauty, this place of safety, I want you to listen to the message that you're hearing that's coming from your heart. That message of love and understanding. That message that you are truly a divine being of love. That you came to this planet with a message to share. And that message, inspired real love, will change all things for the planet, for yourself. That it's truly possible to make all things possible in your life when you truly believe who you divinely are, a being of love. And put your hand on your heart. As you breathe in, just tap your heart. Everything's okay. Everything's okay. I am safe. I am okay. Everyone is okay. We are all okay. Namaste. Namaste. So this is a meditation based on love. This and other meditations are on my website, soulhealerspath.com. My message to the world is to reach out and help you remember your divine birthright and message to let you know that all things are possible. And one of the exciting things that has happened is that Welcome to the Mosaic Garden has grown and now it is on the Empowerment Station. Since this is a show about empowering you to be the inspired being of love and light that you truly are, this is the best place to be right now. And I'm excited to be here. For all things are possible when you take the action steps to walk through your fears and let go of what does not work in your life to have what does. That's what we do here together every week on this show. We grow and we learn together and we make all things possible in our life. I want you to take and do a little exercise with me for a moment. Take your fists, and I know you're going to have to visualize that I'm there with you because I am in spirit on the radio here together where you're growing. So take your fist and hold them very tight, hanging on so tight to what you want, so tight as if you're hanging on a cliff. And I want you to think about this for a moment. How does your body feel? How is your breathing? Can you breathe into your belly when you're hanging tight like this? What are your shoulders like? What's going on with your face, your neck? Can you move forward in from this place? Just hanging on so tightly. This is what it's like to hang on to what you don't want. Hanging tightly, screaming for something new, but being caught in this place of non-movement. So now I want you to relax your hands just a little bit. Breathe just a little bit. Open up your fists. It's going to take a moment because they've been very tight for a while. What does it feel like as you're opening up your hands? What does it feel like as you're relaxing your fingers and moving around? You can reach out and grab so many things. I want you to look at the palms of your hands right now because that's where the gifts want to come. The gifts want to come into you. But when you're hanging tightly to what's not working in your life, you cannot have what will. So we have to be willing to open up and to release and we have to be willing to open to receive love and connect to your higher self, your God source, the why you are here 
And every week, that's what we'll be doing here. As we talk about moving forward, recreating life stories, as you come in the garden and share, there is no need there is no need to be caught into the fear of what's not happening because there's a lot and more than enough of that going on right now. And there is a need in this world right now, more than ever before, to be connected, to be connected to like-minded spiritual people that are moving forward, inspirational people, people that have a message that says we can move forward without love, and people that want to create something inspiring in their lives that want to help you do that. Once you open your hands, you'll be amazed at the miracles that will come in. You'll be amazed at what happens in your life as you're able to breathe for one thing. Then you're able to see other things that are out there that are coming your way and you'll be open to moving forward. To have someone that believes in you and encourage you to walk through the illusion of fear, and I did say illusion, because fear is an illusion to look at that illusion for what it really is, to call it an illusion because it, it doesn't really have an effect unless you allow it to. We go out and have experiences in life, and things happen to us. I know that, and you can say, well, things happen to me, and, and um, I didn't cause that to happen, but you always get to choose whether you're coming from love or fear in every experience you have. And fear will bring more fear. It'll bring more tightness. It'll bring more illusions of things not working out. And love will bring more love. And it will bring love and abundance into life. And it will change what you see as real will change. There's this illusion of what seems real. And as I've learned through my life experiences, it's only a creation of the mind. Two people can have the exact same experience and come out of it with two different perspectives. And I've seen this. I, I shared a story once, and you're just going to go into it briefly, about taking some food down to the homeless shelter. I had this idea to take sandwiches down, and when the men came off the bus from work to hand them out, I shook hands, got hugs, I had an amazing experience. The two women I brought with me, on the other hand, who didn't really want to do this, when they got there, saw a whole different story. And when we got back in the vehicle, they saw guns and drug deals and all sorts of things that I didn't see, and they never wanted to do it again. Me, I got love back. So whatever you put out is what you're going to get back. Have you experiences like that where two people were seeing something or having a conversation and you got two totally different outcomes from that conversation? That's because we create the reality we live in. And that's what we'll be doing here. We'll be going in and looking at that. We'll be looking at what kind of reality we're creating and what we want from that. And... Um, We'll be doing that together here. And also, if you go on to soulhealerspath.com, that's S-O-U-L-E-H-E-A-R-L-E-S, path, P-A-T-H.com, you'll be able to get a free meditation video there by leaving your email. I would like you to leave your email because then I can send you newsletters. I can send you more information on what Healing Art Productions is doing. Healing Art Productions is a company that started... Um, a nine months ago where we're interviewing women that are using art and healing and it's going to become an international film that's going to go to the International Film Festival when we finish we've been invited to Sedona's International Film Festival so this is an amazing event that's happening you'll get to see more about that and learn more about what's going on when you go to soulhealerspath.com sign up leave your email then you get more information on what we're doing so 
Starting over is not easy, yet it can be done. And I did that in my own life, and that's why I'm here. I thought, like most women of my generation, that my knight in shining armor was going to come and rescue me, and that I was going to get married and have a family, and then that would be my life forever. I'd have that security. Well, I have 49th birthday, and I'm having a birthday in a couple of weeks, so I'll be 55. So my 49th birthday, I found out I was getting divorced and I was starting over and I hadn't really planned I thought I hadn't planned for a future so I didn't know where I was going to go and I was flailing it around and I started to create this mosaic healing garden which brought people from Voice America on and they saw that and they wanted me to share what I was learning with others and I started seeing the need for women to start over and know how they can because there's depression suicide and all sorts of scary things that woke me up in the middle of the night and wake some of you up in the middle of the night and want to take away that very essence of all things being possible in your life. So I wanted to go out and make a difference because that was important because somebody stepped into my life and helped me make a difference. I had lots of people, lots of women and men showing up saying, you can do this. And the things that I had trained for to heal, I didn't know I trained for. I was taking healing workshops to heal childhood abuse and neglect and things that had happened early on in my life. And now I get to take those things and share them with you. And that's what we do here on the, in the garden. We share. And um, we're talking today about love. And love is an experience that's hard to explain, right? And we're going to talk a little bit more about that with this beautiful guest I have here in the studio today. She's here because she walked through her own fears and became this divine being of love to create a program called Love Law. And Tiffany Howard is... Uh, inspiration to me. I've interviewed her and she'll actually be on the video and, and the documentary about women healing through art. And I was so inspired by her message, I wanted to bring her here today so we can all grow from the message she has. Tiffany, welcome to the garden. Thank you, Christy. Thank you for having me on. It's so exciting to talk about love because love is, is something that's hard to define. Yes, it is. Yeah, it, it, it's, um, it's been used in so many different ways. Um, I was sharing with you earlier how the Diné Navajo culture uses that word as sacredness between two people. Yes, yes. And and love is I love my car. I love my I love my life. I love my food. I eat, love my cheesecake. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, what's your opinion about how we move forward in this world from a place of learning that love heals? Wow, great question. As you were speaking about love and the different definitions or meaning of love, it brought to mind something I read, um, the late Dr. Wayne Dyer, and I believe that he um, was teaching this from someone else, and he was talking about the different kinds of love, uh, human love, and that human love always changes, and it's fickle, and... Um, you know, one day, and you and we can we can see this in our relationships, not only with our family members, but uh, in our relationships with our friends, uh, in our relationships with our coworkers. This human love that changes, it's variable. You know, it's here today. You know, I I, I practice, uh, I do divorces, so I'm always thinking. Okay, they loved each other when they got married, and now it's like, I hate him, I hate her. And then there's that divine love. 
and that's the love that I choose to represent on the planet. It never changes. It doesn't vary. And what does that divine love look like? What does it look like? It looks like loving everything and everyone unconditionally. Somebody may hurt your feelings, and then that's an illusion too, but somebody may hurt your feelings or take something from you, and you love them anyway. Yeah, I hear, I hear this a lot, unconditional love, unconditional love, and I'm not sure that it's defined into a way people can can um, sort it out because does that mean that I allow someone to abuse me and be mean to me and say, oh, that's okay because unconditional love is I love this person no. even though they're not good for me. So define, no. to, give us a definition of what unconditional love means. Unconditional love, first you love yourself. Okay, and by loving yourself, you're able to love everyone and everything. No, it doesn't mean that you um, condone someone's unloving actions. You said, what does it feel like? Well, if you are aligned with your body, in your body, you know what it feels like. That's because you radiate it. Meaning, what I mean is, we always fall in love with other human beings. And then when they're gone, some of us go through depression and want to kill ourselves because we believe that that love, that, that, that energy that we're feeling in our body actually came from outside ourselves. But no, it's within us and that other person was reflecting it. So divine love, unconditional love is that that feeling that you are everything will reflect back to you what you're feeling so the trees will reflect love back to you they don't say oh well tiffany you're not wearing my favorite color today so i won't reflect love back to you yeah so every morning you get up the sun rises and it doesn't say well you didn't appreciate which we sometimes don't Yes. The nurturement that I gave you yesterday, it has this ability to say, well, I'm going to shine on you again. I'm going to shine on you again. Yeah. Exactly. So for me, unconditional love is I love you in spite of whatever, in spite of you leaving the socks on the floor, in spite of you not appreciating me. It doesn't mean that I share my time with you. Okay. It doesn't mean that I allow you to walk on me. It doesn't mean that I allow you to abuse me. It means that I understand that you are maneuvering through life just as I am, mm -hmm. not knowing which way to go, trying to figure things out, doing the best that you can. I heard recently someone talking about the fact that love uh, is, um, has respect and compassion and that maybe right now we're lacking those two things in the world, respect for another and compassion. We don't see it modeled on the television. We don't see it modeled around us. So yes. um, how do we go and figure out how to have a relationship from a place of respect and compassion? What would be your pointers for us on that? Respect and compassion, I agree. How do we start? Well, we have to start with ourselves. It uh -huh. is true. We've heard this over and over and over again, and I understand some people hear it, but they don't hear it, okay? You have to love yourself first. You have to have compassion for yourself first. You have to respect yourself first. It begins with you. 
When I was growing up, I was told that someone who loved themselves was conceited, arrogant, and all of that. So I was taught not to honor the ability to say that I'm a divine being of love. So it's been really complicated. It might be for others out there. How do we balance that out where we've been told don't go out? And I mean, we've seen arrogance all over the place. Where yes. it's, is that <laughs> self-love when somebody's getting on there and saying, look at me, you know, I'm all important and you don't matter. Right. So the self-love that comes from inside to move forward has to have some sort of structure to it, right? Or, or does it? And what's that look like? Okay, I, uh, structure, I I have to live, we all have to live within structure, so I try to stay away from structure because okay. structure is someone else trying to fit things into a box. Um, do I believe loving yourself is selfish? Uh, no, it depends on... Um, what are you loving? We, I agree with you. We're taught, but we are conditioned and trained and programmed. We, we have those tapes running in our mind that if we love ourselves, that we are arrogant or conceited or, or not, selfish. And not spiritual. And not yeah, spiritual. Yeah. And that's absolutely not true. Yes, there is a form of egoic love. And that's the arrogance and the conceit and the selfishness that you're talking about. Yes. I'm not speaking of that. I'm speaking yeah. of divine love. Okay. Tell us what you're speaking about. Show us, I, I, show us a new way because we're ready for a new way. Oh, I'm ready for a new yeah, way, too. We're for all the ready planet. for a new way because this old way has not been working. So no, 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 Let's no, no, no. do a no, new no, no. thing. Yes. <laughs> Think about this. I was speaking about this subject the other night with someone, and I was asking, ask yourself, who... And who would tell you and why would they tell you not to appreciate that which you are? Who would tell you, don't love yourself too much? Don't be kind to yourself. Someone who is not kind yeah. to themselves. Yes, yeah, so it's someone who doesn't <laughs> love themselves. That's someone who would tell me. Exactly. Yeah, and I liked that we got to talk about structure because... Um, that was a, a word that just popped in, and I love it that we are looking at that because I don't know about everyone else out there, but I got really tired of someone else living my life for me yes. while I was out living their life for them. Yes. So I'm over here saying, oh, I know what's right for you, and they're coming in and saying, oh, no one's home at her house, so I'll go in and live her life. And it got to a point I went, one day I woke up and said, wait a minute, there's something really wrong with this? Right. What if I stepped into my own life? Now, I'm going to say that when you leave your house and you abandon it for a while and someone else is in there, they're not respecting it the way you would. So yes. when I came back into my life, there yes. were shattered pieces. There were a lot of things going on that I needed to look at to recreate that self-love. Because when I moved into my yes. shab shattered home that I had abandoned, for yes. someone else's dreams to tell me what to do. Right. I had a mess, and I got to work with that mess, but it wasn't easy. It, it seemed like it would be easier. In fact, it was very tempting to go back into someone else's life and take care of their business. Yes. And let them take care of mine. That, that is easy. That's, that I, is, I see that yes. going on all around. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So how did you, on a personal level, get into a place where you are loving yourself? Are you loving yourself? Yes, I am loving myself. Thank you for asking. That's great. And I can show you the different ways because I, people ask me all the time. People say to me all the time when I tell them, uh, you're not loving yourself. Yes, I am. Well, let's look at, let's look at examples 
uh, that indicate that you're not loving yourself. Because everything about spirit, everything about our bodies, our bodies tell us all the time, try to move us towards love by giving us hints, little headaches, little pains here and there, love yourself, love yourself. So how did I get to that? I decided that I was not going to listen to other people. I decided I made a choice and a commitment. I decided that I was going to choose spirit over man. And when I say over man, I mean the world. I mean all this stuff that they've created, those in power, to prevent us, distract us, interfere with our ability to love ourselves. How do I know people are loving themselves? There are many indications what they eat, how they treat themselves, how they carry themselves, the word, the language that they use. Um, are they doing things? Their self-expression, like you. You're doing something I believe brings you passion. Are you actually on this planet, as the Buddhists would say, right occupation, uh -huh. doing something that brings you passion, your perfect self-expression? That's what yes. I call it. Those are indications yeah. of you loving of, yourself. Of moving forward and loving yourself. Um, yeah, it, it's been uncomfortable to live my passion, but it's been amazing. Yes. Um, and I, I want you all to think about that, whatever your passion is, that you can go out and live. Because it's going to require you to walk through some fears to do that. Because the fears in the mind want to keep you where you're at. And they're yes. going to say, oh, no, you know, can't do that. And and I remember somebody, I was traveling a, a I was traveling out of the country and people were saying, oh, you can't do that. And someone said, why do you do that? And I said, because I can. Yes. Because I can. And that's when I realized all things were possible if I were able to move through my fears. Have you had to overcome some fears? Yes, I, I have, Christy. To move, this is what I did to move through my fears. One, I made a decision that I wanted to move through my fears. And as you mentioned early, fear is an illusion. We make it up in our heads. Our thoughts create the fear. It's like a movie we're not getting paid for. We're producing it. We can stop it. It's not real. So I decided that if I'm going to live my calling, I have to move through my fears. And what, what was it that you did? Tell us well, a personal story about this. So we can relate to it. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, I'm an attorney, but for a while I didn't practice law. When I say for a while, uh, for about a year I didn't practice law. Number one, I became, I created the experience of depression in my life. I created the experience of wanting to kill myself. So when I began to become awakened, I released my law practice, and as I stated, I decided that I was going to um, follow spirit. All the questions, does God exist? Who am I? Why am I here? I was going to ask all these questions. So you took suicide and depression that was happening in your life yes. and decided to make something good out of it. And, Most definitely. Um, Joseph Campbell talks about this. They bring it up a lot about the hero's journey. Yes. And the victim is the person that goes, oh, I just can't do this. But you said, I'm going to question this. Yes. I'm going to find out a way to move forward. Yes. And to create something new. 
And I would guess that was pretty scary because did you leave your law practice and all the financial I, abundance you had there? Yes, I did. At, at one point, I owned three houses. One month, and this is, to me, this was unconscious, but when I think about it, one month, you know, so trapped up in that world, I went out and I bought one car and then I didn't like it, so I took it back. I got another car. I went through four cars in one month. So, and I was living well. I was considered rich. And well, I some people would say that was security. They would say you had security. Oh, security is an illusion. Oh, really? <laughs> I love this. Let's talk because I, I, I believe that security <laughs> is an illusion too. It's a platform we think that security. we build something on. I, I travel outside the country, and people don't live in. They live today because they don't know they're going to get tomorrow yes. in, four, in third world countries. Right. And here, I come back here and everyone's like, I got to have my 401k and I got to work here and I got to do what I don't want to do. So I have insurance. Oh, this, boy. These are security. So you, yes. were, you, you were awake. You were awakened. Oh, yes. And your depression, suicide, is that what awakened you? The depression, the suicide, especially well, the suicide. Well, you didn't suicide. do a suicide because you're here. No, but, the I, but I'm here. Yeah. The thoughts of the suicide, uh, January 2015, I went to my mom's house. I got some rat poison. I was about to take the rat poison, and then I heard my, my, my cell phone go ting. And I'm like, what's this? It was a new Eckhart Tolle video. And for some reason, I watched the video because... Right before it, I'd call my best friend and told her, goodbye, I'm about to kill myself. And the video was about personal identities and how when you are attached to a personal identity, meaning my attachment was I'm a lawyer, and if I'm not a lawyer, then who am I? So I felt useless. I felt empty. I felt like I didn't matter. So if I didn't matter, why am I here? That's why I was going to take my life. And Eckhart Tolle was talking about how we have these personal identities, and they're not who we are. And when we, I'm greater than being a lawyer, but when that wasn't there, when that was gone, then who am I? That's why I wanted to take my life. So when the personal identity doesn't match reality and it didn't match my reality. I was a lawyer who lived well and traveled around the world and now I was living in poverty. I was almost evicted. I had to live with my sister. I lost my Audi. It didn't match my personal identity. I, was con I had to get food from a food bank. So I wanted to kill myself. So yes, it awakened me. Yeah, so that security and people that walk through um, life thinking that I am my car and my possessions and all of that, they have that sense of feeling like that's who they are and when they lose that, because it's happening all over. And that's the reason, actually, I got on the radio and started the practice mm -hmm. I'm doing with the video and the women's um, working with women because they're starting over in their midlife and I'm tired of hearing the highest rate of suicide. Mm -hmm. It's yes. three times higher than it used to be for teenage suicide for people in their midlifes. Because just what you're talking about, they lose yes. what they think. It happened to me on a personal level. I watched my aunt curl up and die. She weighed 45 pounds when she died oh, because wow. she lost her possessions. Yes. And she didn't get up and she didn't create something new out of it. She was a victim and she gave up. And that's when I turned that around in my head mm -hmm. and said, I'm going to do something different. So here you are creating this, this new experience. Yes. Um, and you're a woman. I am. Yes. And you, we <laughs> talked about bodies. And yes. we talked about, let's talk a little bit about what women are expected to do and how they're supposed to fit into this conformity of who they are right now. Yes. You're living a little different in this life than um, the majority of people, some people out there would say you should. 
which I totally disagree with. I think we get to be who we are. Yes. And one of the most common errors I think women do right now is that they are more concerned about their body, their sexual identity, and what they're supposed to do than their message. Right. And I'm not concerned with any of that. Um, number one, I chose to, I chose, my soul chose this particular form, this physical form that I'm in. Yes, I'm a woman of, I guess, uh, I'm 5'3", less than average or maybe average height. I'm, I'm uh, in an African-American body. Uh, and I was married, but I'm a lesbian. Um, so a lot of challenges that I chose to reincarnate into. And no, I haven't watched television in 10 years. So I, I, I'm not attached to that kind of stuff. I'm not attached to the commercial stuff because it's a distraction. No one yeah. wants you to know who you are. You're not the makeup. You're wearing a mask. You're not this, this all this stuff that we do to ourselves. We're not these things. Things we're greater than these things in the world wants us to not know who we are. That's the problem. That's why yeah. we're susceptible to unconsciousness. Exactly, the unconsciousness of of not knowing to who to speak up for and who not to, and and to come from a place of fear and judgment about everyone else's life. Yes, and about how they're presenting their life. And so, one of the things I was drawn to, and so. And, and just praise you, I'm inspired by you, is that you chose to leave something that wasn't working for you, yes. and you chose to step into what is. Now, is that because you found this inner love that we're talking about? That's because I found this inner love. I had to find this inner love. You know, when we spoke, um, I slept in my car for my truck for 24 days. And then I got angry with spirit and I said, you better give me something. I followed you, you know, it's, it was over a year. I followed you, give me something. So I had to, when, you're, when you are with yourself, not by yourself, when you are with yourself in a small confined space, you don't have all these things that people think are so important that they have to have or they're, they're, they are no one, nobody, which is not true. You have to learn to love yourself. I've learned to love all my little quirks. I think they're beautiful. I've learned to look at my my perfection, my wanting to be perfect and then punishing myself because I'm not perfect and say, okay, you got to have some compassion for yourself, Tiffany. You know, I've learned to look at all those things, my childhood wounds and go deep and see why, how did they begin and are they serving me now? I, I had to learn to love myself as a black human being. Wow, and being a lesbian, <laughs> do you understand? Because yeah. the world is saying, no, oh, no, no, you conform, no. You need to be this way, you need to look that way, you need to act this yes. way. Yes. And um, that is beautiful, to be able to step into that, because it radiates Thank in you. everything you do. It Thank radiates you. in Thank meeting you. You, you, you just, you have this beauty about you. Thank because you, Because you can feel that. So people, you know, under, understanding that when you really, truly start to love who you are, it yeah. radiates out to everyone you meet because you cannot get in a relationship 
That's correct. <laughs> if you are not loving yourself, yes. because they will push all sorts of buttons for you. I know people say, oh, no, I love my boyfriend more, and I love my children more, and I love my mom more. That's not true, because right. if you haven't done the inner work that you're talking about, when your child misbehaves, that little child inside that d- that you were will come up. Yes. When, when the outside influences and the beloved you're with starts to act out, you're going to start coming from a place of judgment if you're judging yourself because you cannot help but judge them. Exactly. Exactly. I agree 100%. People use, again, people throw that word around. I love, 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 love. Uh, I love this person. Well, do you really? Uh, what does love ask, mean for you? You have to ask yeah. that question. Do, define to me what love means to you. I, when I, you're I'll give you a perfect example. I was dating this girl, and I thought I was being all clever, and I threw out a Maya Angelou quote. Um, I told her that I would not uh, be an option for her um, if... Uh, if she's a priority for me, and I know you're familiar with that quote, because yeah. she was a priority for me, and I was, I felt that she, I was an option for her, and she said to me, you're not even an option, <laughs> and I, said, I can laugh about that now, and I was like, okay, at first, I was thinking, Ah, ah, and then I remembered uh, the four agreements. The second one is don't take it personally, and what she was really saying to me is, I'm not an option for you. And the loving myself came when I decided that I had to leave. I decided that she didn't love herself and I couldn't be with someone who didn't love themselves. She couldn't love you. Because she couldn't love me. And she told me that. She told me that. She said well, you know, you're great for her for to be honest. She's being yeah, honest, but when, being honest. when we hear the honesty, oftentimes we run from it and say, yeah. you know, I've done that in the past. I'm sure other people out there just pretend we didn't hear it because exactly. it's not what you wanted to hear. Right. So you you move from that. Now um, you have a project um, that you're doing, and I want to we want to spend some time here sure. talking about what you're bringing yeah. about and tell us about your books as well oh okay definitely my love law i'm the founder and ceo of love law llc love law is a consciousness-based business focused on providing educational programs for lawyers and judges and law enforcement uh, and law schools and the public uh, to support and foster conscious uh, evolution of the legal system oh wow we do need that. Yes, we do. Deeply. That is great. What a, what a big project to take on, too. Yes. So where can people go to help with this project and learn more about it? If You, you can go to my website, TiffanyHoward.com, and Tiffany's spelled a little bit unusual. It's T-Y as in yellow, F-F-A-N-Y as in yellow, Howard.com. One more time, a little slower. For Tif- TiffanyHoward.com, T-Y. F-F-A-N-Y Howard.com Excellent. So if they typed in Love Law, would they be able to find you on the internet as well, perhaps? They would be able to find me. Uh, and you you segued into my books because you said if yes. they tap, and tap I'm a it, tapping yes. facilitator, and I have four books that I've written uh, on tapping. The first one is Tap That. 
the second book is uh, Tap into Transformation, the Spirit, Mind, and Body Connection, co-authored with uh, Australian author and nutritionist Sandra Kimler. My children's tapping book, Tap, Tap, Tracy's Hair, God Made It Special, and then my most recent tapping book, and I think it's actually my favorite, Tap That Too, Healing the Death Trauma. Wow. Now, what is tapping for those who don't know? And for just to refresh. Okay, uh, definitely. Yeah, to tell us a little bit about what tapping is. Tapping comes from meridian tapping, uh, the Chinese medical system. Um, also, you Can probably you walk heard. Can through that a little oh, bit? Oh, sure, yeah, sure. A few minutes. Let's do that. Um, also known as EFT, Emotional Freedom Techniques, which was created by Gary Craig. And uh, meridian tapping. We have about 12 major meridian lines located in our body. At the end of those meridian lines are what's called endpoints or pressure points known from acupuncture and all that. And those pressure points or those meridian lines, the endpoints are on the surface of our body where we can manipulate the energy in our body because all we are just energy particles. So you manipulate the energy in your body, meaning to unblock the energy in your body by tapping on it with your fingertips. Okay, so so we're on the air, so you have to do this through a visual. Okay, Everyone's yes. going to visualize what we're doing. Take me through it. Take you through it. Okay. Take let, us all through it. Everyone try what she's doing right now. Yes. So um, I, I don't like rules. All right. So, but I will tell you, I was trained that you, you start tapping on the karate chop point on your non-dominant hand. So I'm left-handed. I tap on my right hand. I tell people to do what feels comfortable because we have to start learning to do what feels comfortable for us using our own intuition. Um, our own feelings and stop relying on other people to tell us what to do. Okay, so if I'm doing this, I've got my karate shop, which is on the the blade of my hand. If I had my hand coming down like a karate. Correct. Okay, and what are, where am I tapping on? Okay, you can use uh, your index finger, middle finger, all your fingers in your thumb. And what I say is get your index finger. Put the index finger, the tip of it, at mm -hmm. the end of your pinky. Okay. Your thumb at the top of your wrist. So I've got my right hand, just because I'm using that, and my left hand has my index finger and my thumb pointing at the bottom of pinky on my right hand. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Ready? And your thumb at the top yeah. of your wrist, and then go down, go to the center of the side of your okay. hand. You're yeah. going to feel a soft, fleshy spot there. Okay. You can actually touch, yes. and you see it goes in. Okay. So that's the karate chop point. Is that where I'm going to tap? That's where you're going to tap. So about an inch down from my um, crease of my pinky on my right hand, I'm tapping with my left finger. Is that right? That's right. Okay. And I just tap, tap, you tap. You tap. Is there now, anything else that goes along yes, with it? Yes, there's something that goes with it. So it's it's the tapping, okay, with your fingers. Uh -huh. And it's also psychological, emotional therapy. So you're tapping. You're reducing emotional and physical stress and pain. Okay. So as you tap, you're going to recite 
whatever you're dealing with, whether it's a relationship, money issues. Okay. So if I want to let pain. go, I can't pay my way and I don't know what I'm doing. I could do that by Oh, tapping. most definitely. Yes. Yes. I tell so whatever, about money all whatever's the time. going on, let's <laughs> tap it out. Let it go. Those negative thoughts that I can't, I don't know how. Yes. I shouldn't. Yes. Oh my gosh, what am I doing here, right? Okay. <laughs> and so there, there's, us. there in EFT, there's a setup statement. It begins, even though, and even so, though. and whatever okay. your issue is, even though I'm experiencing feelings of scarcity and lack, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. Oh, I like that part. So you let go of something that's negative and you bring in, I deeply, completely accept and love myself. Oh, yes. So and then you do it three times. Replacing the negative with the positive. Re Very yes. Good. And you, you're cleaning up that, you're cleaning up that, that negativity, that fear, because that's what it is. Uh -huh. Okay. Even though I'm experiencing and feeling lack and scarcity in my life, I choose to let it go choose to let it go well that's going to be a great note to end this on so this yes. is beautiful and you can mo find out more about Tiffany again tell them where they can go about your tapping books so they can learn more about you tapping. can buy my tapping books on amazon.com uh, on my website at uh, tiffanyhoward.com Barnes and Nobles, any major bookstore. Uh, and they can also space. learn about Love Law there as well. Love Law as well. Tiffany, it's been things. such a pleasure having you here today. Oh, it's been Thank a Thank you pleasure. for sharing everything you're doing in the world. So find out more about Tiffany at her site, tiffanyhoward.com. Yes. Thank and, you so much. I honor right. you, Christy. And remember, all things are possible when you believe. And join me next week on the Empowerment Station where I will be talking with John Gray, and we will be talking about relationships. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you for listening to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Christy Ellen hopes that you will join her on another journey next Tuesday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Empowerment Channel.